Did you watch this week's episode? No, you didn't? Well, you're in luck because we did. Three hours later, welcome to Here for the Cocktail Party. I'm Sean. And I'm Ryan. And here's a down and dirty recap of that three hours to fill you in on what's happening on Katie Thurston's season. On the finale! Woo! Woo! So uh, this week we were drinking everything under the sun, and I feel like everyone should have been with us. We were going from wine. I think I took some shots. Like, I just really needed to black out and, like, never remember this moment in my life ever again. I had a bottle of wine, but I was afraid that if I kept drinking i would fall asleep it's like i don't wine doesn't even get me drunk anymore it just makes me want to go to bed on top of this being three hours on top of me just wanting to be in paradise already it was just it was a struggle it was a struggle and we started off the night with recapping the whole season i was like can we not oh my god so first of all Tasha and caitlin in their like romy and michelle looks were I was living for it. But then the second they were like, let's take a look at how we got here. I was like, no, I could not hit that fucking fast forward button quick enough because we DVR'd it. I was like, no fucking way are we recapping this bullshit. Like, no. And I was watching it live, so I could not fast forward it. And I was like, I really, this is what the three hours is going to be. It's just going to be like, uh, let's recap her whole journey. Luckily, They only did that for three minutes, and we were done. Then Caitlin's sitting down with Katie, and she's like, Greg's here, you know. What are you going to say to him? And Katie's like, I don't know. She she probably wanted to be like, I'm going to call him a dumb fuck and punch him in the nuts. I don't know. What the fuck do you want me to say? (laughs) (laughs) Like, how far are we taking this? But then they were like, oh, we're going to go to commercial break. And I was just like, wait, 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 wait. Can we like go back to this? Like, this is actually the only part that I really care about. So uh, let's just like circle back. Yeah, we didn't get Greg quite yet. Of course, we knew we were going to save that till the end. So when we get into the actual episode, Caitlin and Tasha come in to tell Blake and Justin that they can't masturbate again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, imagine they came in and tell them they couldn't masturbate again. Like, you have to save it for the grand finale. They they tell them that they're the only two left. Greg has also left the building. And here we go with Justin's facial expressions. He was like, oh, I made it to the final two. He's like, oh, shit. Blake is freaking out, obviously. So is Justin. Like, they both know that Greg was a front runner. And at this point, Justin, Justin's just like, oh, shit. Like, I, w- I was definitely going to go home this week. So now what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, I swear this was my week to go home. Well, Justin, not just yet. No. So once we get past that, then we go back in studio and Caitlin and Tasha tease a paradise preview. And I thought they were going to do it right then and there. But of course they didn't. They just straight up tease us and go straight to Blake's and Katie's one-on-one slash fantasy suites, which we find out that that was happening this episode too. 
so yeah, they have their overnight date, as they call it, which feels like they're in summer camp. And they go on a 10 Things I Hate About You inspired paintball date. Do you remember that scene in that movie? Yes. No. Uh, Why are you trying to ruin that iconic movie with this trash water balloon paint fight shit? Because I could see in Katie's eyes that she was like, I am in this moment. I am Julia Stiles. (laughs) This is my Heath Ledger. I'm having a 10 Things I Hate About You moment. I mean, they look to be having fun, but I'm just like, it looks hot as balls out there. No thanks. Then they're in a hot tub and Katie's essentially like, Greg left. I wanted to leave. And Blake's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Let's make out. Like, he doesn't say anything. They just kiss, which I'm sure is editing. Obviously, I would assume they had more of a conversation about it. But the way that they edited it, it was like, She's spilling all of all of the tea about Greg and Blake's reactions just to make out with her. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, so that's where we're at. But there was a moment on his face where he realized that he was like the third or fourth choice, like the second alternate in the pageant. And I'm like, yeah, bro, you were like down the line, like you were not one. No, I mean, he was... Definitely two. I still don't buy that she would have ever picked Michael A. So I'm kind of pushing him aside. But it was definitely between Greg and Greg. <laughs> that is Greg and Blake combined. Greg. It was definitely between Greg and Blake. But yeah, I mean, his face at first is like, oh, fuck. But he is slightly skeptical. Skeptical. They have a little voiceover of him saying, you know, there's no point in getting engaged if she's hung up on Greg. So they try to cause this tension and this drama. Um, yeah, then we go to the night portion. Blake does sort of spill his guts to her and says that he is falling in love with her and, you know, love's a difficult word for him to say. He'd rather show love than say it. He ends it with, I fucking love you so much. And she's like, I fucking love you so much. And I'm like, I love that they're dropping the F-bomb left and right. (laughs) I was just very confused in this moment because didn't last episode she say that she didn't want to tell anyone she loved them. And now here we are like, oh, I love you. It was him and Justin. You really think Justin's getting to the end here? (laughs) I have hope. I have hope. (laughs) so of course they go into the fantasy suite and they wake up and katie straight up says like i orgasm more than once and i'm like damn girl okay i turned to joey because they had like breakfast in bed trays and i was like wouldn't it be funny if it just started levitating because like blake's boner lifted up the tray (laughs) oh my god (laughs) the things i think to get me through this (laughs) They leave, they're all smitten, and at this point, I'm just thinking like, okay, let's just bring in Neil Lane, we can cap it out an hour and a half and get this over with. But nope, we have to continue, and all I thought is someone kidnap Justin and get him out of there because he is about to get dumped. So yeah, she essentially has a little girl chat with Caitlin and is like so excited that her and Blake love each other when, you know, the day before she was crying on the bathroom floor about Greg, but you know, now she loves Blake. It's fine. Uh, and Caitlin's just like, um, 
yeah, but so Justin's still here. And she's like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) The freaking face she has. She's like, oh, shit. He is still here. Like, oh, girl. She's like, I didn't kick him off yet. How's that? Now that she realizes that Justin's still there, she goes to talk to him, gives him the same speech. Greg left. And like Michael A left and it's like, girl, like just shut up and just break his heart. And you know, it's bad because when she walks up to him and he is like goes into a slow jog and she doesn't do the run and jump. It's like he knew he knew right then and there. Uh, Someone made a joke that Justin's parents were cheersing that they saved money on flights and saved doing the whole quarantine thing because he got dumped anyway. I mean, 100%. That's why they're the smartest people out of all of this. Like, they knew. They knew. They go back to the live studio audience to interview Justin. And Justin is, like, talking about, like, how he really felt for her. And, like, he's so heartbroken. I'm like, what? Yeah, they tried to play it off where they were like, there's a lot of moments you all didn't see, which obviously I believe this is so heavily edited. And like, there had to be some sort of connection for her to keep him this long that we didn't see. I don't think it was like a love thing. I think they really liked each other's company, but (laughs) we saw nothing. So it's hard to like be invested in this relationship. But he was really nice and was essentially like she taught him how to be more open and he's going to take that with him as he as he goes his own way in life and so that was nice and then the best part of the episode happens and that is a montage of his facial expressions which we've been enjoying all season this was everything and i think this was the highlight of the episode 100 percent Agreed. Like, if we just played three hours of his facial expressions, I think I would watch it. I I agree. I was laughing the whole time. I'm like, ooh, I forgot about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We get back into the episode, and it's time for Blake to meet Katie's family. And right before they met, I tweeted, I really hope Katie's family hates him. It would make this a thousand times better. And oh my god, did this make it a thousand times better. So this is where we meet Katie's mom and Aunt Lindsay. She is one for the books, my friends. They're talking in a group and it's already going south. So I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. But then Aunt Lindsay decides to pull Blake aside and Blake is giving her the run of the mill like, We just have so much in common, blah, blah, blah. And she responds, meaning you two have a vibrator. (laughs) Like, wow, did you mean that? She also goes, so you've done this, you know, two times and, uh, you know, none of the bachelorettes wanted you. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes, at the end of this, you ultimately mean nothing. And I'm like, wow. What a crushing defeat. <laughs> and listen, as much as like entertaining as this bitch was, like one, slow your roll. <laughs> Two, she did not let this guy say anything. Like he could not get a word in edgewise. At least like let him say something that you can riff off of and make fun of him for. Like she was just pulling out all of these one-liners and he didn't even say a fucking word. <laughs> 
Yes. Like, no matter what came out of his mouth, she cued these up. Like, she was in the shower, and she was like, what can I say to make this good reality TV? And she fucking landed with you ultimately mean nothing, which, I mean, damn, that really seals the nail in that coffin. I really want to know, like, Aunt Lindsay, who hurt you? (laughs) 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 Because you got a lot going on in there, and maybe you... Blake, Greg, maybe y'all need to go to like a group therapy session. Let's get Nick Vile back in here for a therapy session. There we go. He was a good therapist at the beginning of this season. Why not? I feel like both the mom and Aunt Lindsay woke up and chose violence. The freaking mom even was like, no, like I'm not, I'm not here for this. Like, I feel like she was pretty brutal too to Katie. Yeah, but she I obviously has a softer spot for Katie because it's her daughter. So once Blake like turned the charm on at the end of the conversation with the mom, the mom was like, well, all I want is for her to be happy. And she kind of comes around to it. I'm not sure if she comes around to the idea of like them getting engaged and stuff. But I think he's she sees that like he, I guess, cares about her as much as you can in this sort of environment so Aunt Lindsay does not though (laughs) Aunt Lindsay does not cover up (laughs) definitely objecting if there is a wedding well at least that gave us like a solid eight minutes of some much needed entertainment a thousand percent because I needed that these are kind of like the parents responses that we want and I feel like we never truly get it like this intense so like at least this season gave us that yeah the dads like always come off as like hard asses and then by the end they're like hey you want a beer like it's never (laughs) it's never truly the grilling that I desire so yes this was this was pretty good and so after that Katie and Blake go on their final one-on-one and Katie decides to play a cruel joke and get an energy healer and I am like the end is near like this woman is gonna say that Blake is possessed with like a bunch of devils and Katie is going to run I was about to say that like this actually was a little bit more interesting of a date And that they stole it from Too Hot to Handle because they always do these like group therapy sessions of like, draw your biggest fears or like blah, blah, blah. But then remember when Claire like threw her Juan Pablo dress into the fire? It was like exactly like this. So then I immediately took that back of them being somewhat creative or at least stealing ideas from other people. (laughs) And we know that Katie was writing Greg's name on that paper. Like, all over it. Like, freaking saying, nope, we gotta burn and let Greg go. Greg was that goblin. And so then we pan to Tasha FaceTiming with Neil Lane and is like, we need your rings. <laughs> but you don't need to come. Right? I was like, damn. Then we go into Blake trying to pick out an engagement ring. Two things I found very funny about this. One, he's essentially picking out an engagement ring with like one of his ex-girlfriends because he dated Taysha. Two, I love how Taysha is just stealing every man's job from this franchise. 
first Chris Harrison. Now she doesn't even need fucking Neil Lane to come over and show his ring. She has just got them laid out, talking about the different cuts. <laughs> Tisha's like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> so you think she would like the round one? And I'm like, girl, oh my God. Like, you need to call it something other than the round one. But I love that she's just doing every job. She's like, we literally don't need anybody else. I can do everything. (laughs) I can do everything. She checks in on him and is like, are you okay? And he's like, I just need a minute. And he is like anxiously pacing around Yard and he is starting to freak out. I actually felt that it was a little bit more human because... When you watch the show sometimes and there are like two or three guys left and they seem to just have like the easiest time picking a ring out. And you're like, how do you even know that you even like this person? So to see him actually like get up and think about how big of a deal this actually is, potentially, is kind of refreshing. I wouldn't even get to this point because I would just self-eliminate myself. This isn't going to work. There's no way I'm going to propose to you at the end of 10 weeks. So I will like take the trip to like Italy and Spain or like wherever they go on normal seasons and then be like, you know, I'm just not feeling it. (laughs) You'd pull a Greg. So they pick out a ring and then it is time for proposal mode. Tasha's like, I really don't even know if he's going to propose, to be honest. So we all don't know what's going to happen. Ha ha ha. And he (laughs) goes up to the platform where Katie is. And before he even says a word, she's like, I'm going to get this going so this man doesn't break up with me on my own show again. Yes, yes, yes. There was breakup eyes. And Katie was like, nope, I have to start this proposal or he is about to leave me at this fake altar. Blake was clearly shitting his pants and she was just like, nope, nope, nope. I already tell you all the things that are great about you that you're going to do the same and we're going to get this done. Okay. And so he goes on this like speech and I'm like, okay, but like, are you sure you want to marry her, Blake? Are you sure? Well, apparently he's sure because he proposes and they get engaged And I was just like, thank God this is over. (laughs) We finally freaking get there. I think I said this in like when Blake came on. I was like, if he ends up with her, this was even more of a waste of a fucking season. Because Taisha could have literally hooked them up outside of the show. Like there was no need for either of them to do this again. (laughs) Like they could have totally done this outside at a bar but no we had to watch this whole season for this then we go back to the live studio audience and it is time for katie and greg to have their riff off greg comes and scoots to the furthest end of the couch that he could possibly go (laughs) (laughs) and katie is like i thought that you took your perfect opportunity to escape and like you have this acting past and I was like yeah I mean I agree with that he was like (laughs) acting (laughs) I'm not male streep (laughs) I was like I want to punch you in the face right now (laughs) (laughs) you punch him in the face I'll punch him in the balls she was getting like mad heated and I saw a lot of 
tweets and stuff that were like, well, if she didn't, if she was over him and like so happily engaged and in love, like why would she be this passionate? And I'm like, if I were her, I would be screaming at him too because she looked like a fucking fool in her own season of her show. So like if this is her opportunity to actually get it out there, tell her side of the story and like yell at an ex that was a dickhead, like wouldn't you take that opportunity too? Okay. I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) But oh my God, I just feel like she was just so angry and I'm like, Don't need to yell at him. You can get these points across with like nice jabs. I don't know. Greg says, I wish you nothing but the best. And then Katie goes, I wish you nothing but the best. It's like when you're a little kid and you did something wrong, but you don't want to apologize for it. And your mom is like, no, like you really need to apologize for it. And you say it through your like gritted teeth. (laughs) I was like, okay, so I'm glad that's settled. Oh, great. You're all happy. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, So now let's bring out the man of the hour. And they bring out Blake. They probably say something. But, you know, I'm just tuned out at this point. But then Blake does this whole, like, say anything moment. And the audience is, like, getting boom boxes out. And I'm like, I'm disgusted. I was like, please fucking end this now. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I guess Katie didn't tell her family or anybody that she's engaged yet. And we all know the second Anne Lindsay watched this finale and found out, she just like was rageful. She probably punched in a wall. Threw her TV out her window. Something happened. Aunt Lindsay will not be happy. Katie probably had like 15 voicemails from her. Like, (laughs) you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You are dead to me. But we made it through and hallelujah. With that, it's time to dub the cocktail king or queen. And we're going a little off the bean bat this week because Aunt Lindsay definitely was the cocktail queen of the week. She had some in her and she was firing whiskey bullets at Blake. I will tell you, I would love to see Aunt Lindsay and like Barb fucking like one line it out. Because that would just be so amazing. And they'd probably just hate each other so much because they're both like annoying bitches, but like in different ways. <laughs> oh my God. And then like, can like the Kathy Najimy moms be like the moderators? <laughs> come, come in to save the day. <laughs> exactly well we did it we got through it we weren't very excited about this season and our expectations of not being excited were met because it's kind of a bummer (laughs) they teased michelle's season so we know that they are filming it's premiering in october she had a little teaser come out she's in this like white gown with like a highly produced spot it's like wow they have Like, all kidding aside, they really did Katie dirty, like, from start to finish. They were like, how about we focus the budget on the dresses on Michelle's season and give Katie just all of these, like, blazers? But with that, it's time to say our goodbyes. But join us in October when we are actually excited for Michelle's season of The Bachelorette.
Yes. Until then, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Here for the Cocktail Party. All one word for more content and cocktail recipes. We won't be recapping Paradise because my ass is going to Europe for two weeks and we just need to like enjoy the messy beach drama. We will be memeing though, so stay tuned for that. Oh yeah, get ready for <laughs> the memes. And shit, at this point, we might even tweet because... Paradise is just so much fun. See you in the fall for our girl, Michelle. Bye.